Hello and welcome everyone to yet another episode at the Indie Football Podcast. Today with us we have Bhushan Rao an active in the football of in the world of football engaging in various football channels undertaking different activities and I think we'd allow him to share the rest of his story because my storytelling skills are a work in progress anyway. Hello Bhushan how are you? Hey guys I'm good thank you. How about yourself? I mean we are doing great as well uh, we haven't got yes we had got a couple of international guests but yes finally finally glad to do this with you given the time time zone differences and you know we are just glad for you to take out the time and be with us here today oh it's my pleasure to speak <laughs> to you guys as well yeah i mean anukash sir how are you doing my regular co-host you know liverpool has finally won a game so does this make this this make this week a bit better for you Yeah, definitely. And uh, what makes it even better is that Liverpool is not going to play for the next fourteen, fifteen days. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, Liverpool cannot ruin any more weekends for me for some time. And uh, I mean, uh, it's a been it's been a topsy-turvy season. Unlike yeah. Arsenal's uh, and uh, for Bushan, I must say that you know there's a reason we are not doing this podcast on a Tuesday night in India because Bushan sitting in the Champions League. <laughs> 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 ट smooth as now what were you doing you know when you were just trying to get out into this space sure i mean um, like yeah so i've been i've been an arsenal fan or rather a football fan from as long as i can remember not the average cricket fan as much but uh, yeah. soccer as a sport i've been watching and playing ever since i was in school i actually played for my school and the love for soccer actually came in there but uh, when i started watching epl and now um this is probably 15 years back and i don't know uh, how many of you guys or your listeners are in that age group but there was a time when epl the telecasting way in india was very different we couldn't see all the matches uh, the right, telecaster right. would select a few matches and they would decide which show which match gets shown so obviously the following football as a whole wasn't very big and that's when we uh, started following arsenal this is much before the invincible season um and so how uh, what we ended up doing is so we caught up with a few friends who also were arsenal fans and this is in mumbai probably back in 2005 and 2006 we used to catch up because just to discuss arsenal and you know play soccer we used to play in shivaji park in mumbai uh, if oh, you guys shivaji park is a mumbai. very famous ground because even Absolutely. sachin tendulkar played his Cricket, correct there, right? <laughs> correct so yeah. that i mean not necessarily because of sachin um, <laughs> the reason yeah. why we went there but obviously it was a central place we also had yeah. a few uh, we should call it footy meetups okay. uh, in that jew beach and then shivaji park became a prominent place because people could come from you know yeah. different parts of bombay and people actually used to come from pune as well you know just to play soccer oh. with some arsenal fans uh but long story short this group just grew we had like started off with probably 15 20 people uh, uh if you guys remember a social networking website called orkut we yes, actually yeah, started yeah, yeah. 
yeah so that was really popular it's obviously not uh, uh, you know alive anymore but that's where we started you know creating a group uh, had a lot of people join in and again the, the amount of fans at that point was not very big because soccer or football was not very fashionable at that point and like i mentioned because you couldn't watch a lot of games a lot of people didn't know about the club but that kind of started exploding and um, we decided that why not we sh- uh, we apply for um, the official supporters club status for our club so basically official supporters club now all these uh, football clubs in every country they actually have official supporters clubs they actually recognize that okay there's a group of fans sitting in one part of the world we give them an official status uh, they get to have a say uh, what the club is doing they get uh, exclusive tickets and things like that and at that stage back in 2005 or 6 no clubs had any official supporters club in india oh. or for that matter in even in asia nice. so yeah so that was been pretty big and we thought why not i mean we have so many fans and we actually are people who care about the club why uh, let's explore getting that status we tried happened to be traveling to the uk for a holiday and i actually walked up to the emirates stadium uh, met the supporters like earlier as an officer i had a ppt uh, ready in my hand uh, talking about you know who we are what have we done uh, i i think at those times there was a football television show hosted by john dykes Uh, and we managed to get in a picture of Arsenal fans in Juhu Beach, uh, and that was telecasted, and a lot of people came to know about us. So I kind of showed these kind of things of how, a, you know, a group of Arsenal fans in Mumbai, which is thousands of kilometers from London, is growing, and we are, you know, really passionate about this club. Uh, that worked out really well, and I think in a year's time, we became the first official uh, supporters club for any. Premier League, or for that matter, European club uh, in India, and since then things have just grown. Like it's massive. Like I think one of the screenings when I was in Mumbai, we had close to three hundred people who turned up. Uh, wow, that's are, nice. Yeah, that was pretty big. And now, I mean, just to finish it up, um, there there are supporter clubs uh, for all the big clubs. There are. Arsenal supporters clubs in different parts of India, so Delhi, uh, Bangalore, Kerala. So it's just awesome to see how big this clan has gotten. Um, so yeah, that's uh, just a little bit of history of how I was involved. Um, yeah. I mean, so Anukar sir, there are a couple of things that you know stand out with me. First, that uh, Bhushan mentioned there were people who traveled from Pune to come and be a part of this in Mumbai, which is of course just to play or be a part of this mm-hmm. uh, uh, Arsenal's football club, supporters club. So this also tells. And second thing is that uh, now in India, as of currently in two thousand twenty-two, we have. football supporters groups in mumbai delhi these are metropolitan cities but also less traditional places like kerala as bhushan mentioned so that says how the sport is now slowly being percolated to various stratas of our country right Uh, yeah man totally i mean uh, what i have felt and like what has been the narrative of a lot of our podcast episodes is how much fans you know uh, yeah. run the sport uh, any sport for that matter and uh, like uh, for 
no more clubs there the legends there cults i mean i want to be surprised if like 15 20 years down the line we are having tv debates between arsenal and liverpool fans instead of a bjp and a congress person i think people would be more interested in it anyway right and uh, honestly what i have felt is that uh, like it's incredible what abushan has done and uh, like uh, seeing fans unite and you know come together to form these clubs it's incredible the uh, unity that brings along uh, i mean i have also been to a couple of liverpool uh, fc screenings in bangalore and uh, noida and i have seen that you know the when the fans unite the kind of emotion that is you know uh, that you can see uh, among the fans it's incredible to see it's in it's a whole different experience it's surreal and uh, I mean, uh, it's something that uh, unites people of different backgrounds, uh, different communities, and brings everyone uh, together and uh, to a common cause. And uh, it's incredible to see, man. I mean, uh, I think more than the club. Uh, after some time, uh, you know, you uh, start identifying with them. You start identifying with the fans, and uh, it all becomes a big family. Yeah, I mean, enough like Bhushan in your association with Sony being on TV. That bit also happened through this official. supporters club yeah so mix of that so uh, while uh, when we actually became an official supporters club so just a bit of background about myself i have been into the media and communications industry uh, as as my you know professional job okay. so while we were doing this at the side uh, we reached out to arsenal and we suggested that you know you guys if you need any help in creating content any ideas targeting to the asian or the indian market we are more than happy to help and they actually took us up on an offer and they asked us that okay we want to this is probably back in 2014 uh, and the, the digital team at arsenal actually told us that we want to create a video with the arsenal first team uh, wishing all the fans happy diwali So oh, now wow. that's pretty massive, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. The thing is, all these clubs, even though they are international clubs, but they are based in the UK. They previously, like when I say previously, ten, fifteen years back, they had they they had not seen themselves as a brand which is going into different countries and different continents. So their focus was mainly, you know, the audience in 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 the UK in. uh europe for that matter so uh, they, they were not sure how do we you know get these people what is sure what should be the messaging because countries like india and china are very different to you know all these english speaking yeah. countries uh, or rather the western countries so there are many clubs which actually made mistakes they uh, they kind of talked about wrong things from a cultural point of view yeah. so i think the arsenal digital team was really uh, you know keen to get it right the first time so we actually gave them some ideas on what should the players do uh, one of our uh, i think um, admins of the club who lives in the uk actually went in uh, during the shoot to you know suggest what how do you uh, what kind of messages what should be the visual in the, uh, in a diwali message you know lighting the diyas and those kind of things so we actually gave um, you know some good recommendations and their team actually shot that video and we also helped them basically promote that uh, video in the media and uh, in all our networks around that video actually got 1 million views literally oh, on the first day oh, yeah that's so okay. just imagine the sight of you know ozil lighting a diya and the entire arsenal team basically wishing you know it was i mean i can probably share the link as well it's, it's just google uh, <laughs> arsenal diwali wishing that was probably one of the best things that happened so yeah so basically 
uh, got involved with you know working i mean when i say working it was more of uh, you know freelance stuff we were not getting paid for it we were fans and it was more uh, something that we are passionate about so yeah. i have also got the chance uh, to work with arsenal in creating content for their uh, channel and for their facebook page wow. uh, i've actually got the chance to interview some of the legends uh, previously um, toured australia and singapore in the last few years i actually was on ground creating content interviewing fans uh i was i was in the dugout when the team was coming out for a practice caught up with almost all the uh players uh, so caught up with the previous it, manager was it ever a bit intimidating for you or no you were like yeah this is always what i had to do once in my life so it was normal for you well it was 100% intimidating in the sense it was exciting yeah. uh, because i come from a field where i've done these kind of things and i've worked with the media and i've worked with celebrities previously yeah. so it was not something which um, i couldn't not do anything but it was amazing it was like a, a dream come true for me to because honestly the best moment of my life was when arsen wenger was sitting right there and i you know crossed Whoa. him just had a chat with him i i've caught up with all the players i uh, you know all those things were awesome but just looking at arsen wenger right there uh yeah. was just amazing so i mean yeah it's it's it was like it is i mean it probably is one of the best moments of my life uh, you know even though i have a long life ahead but still yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah man Isn't, that's incredible i mean uh, did you observe how subtly you know bhushan rao mentioned that you know he's he's not very old he's still young and there's a long life ahead of him <laughs> yeah <laughs> anukar sir how would it feel for you to any someday you are you're part of the liverpool you know practice sessions or you or you just spot jurgen klopp at the other end of the ground and if if something similar happens as far as i know you you lose your shit man <laughs> yeah i would i think i would faint or something at this point like as bushan said that you know he was still able to cope i don't think i would be able to cope at all i think the first even if i say see a liverpool under 21s player i would be done i would feel like okay i have, i have lived in the but yeah i mean uh, jokes apart um, the fact is that of course like uh, every uh, like as bushan was speaking it was giving me more and more goosebumps and uh, i have to say that you know for someone to have done so much for the club and you know to contribute uh, to a favorite football club i think it's uh, definitely must be a dream come true Arsenal, uh, for that matter, I mean, as uh, Bhushan pointed out about you know how uh, he has been following it for like uh, more than a decade. Uh, for now, I remember uh, back when I started watching football in two thousand six, Arsenal had two really good forwards in Emmanuel Adebayor and uh, Eduardo Silva. I uh, Eduardo Silva, I think, uh, had a really bad career-ending sort of an injury. But um, the uh, the linker play and the way they used to play, the way they used to create goals for each other, and how much they used to score it was you know terrorizing for premier league defenses and that's something that you know like they i really liked about arsenal like uh, then a lot of goals they have goals they have scored down the years their work of art i mean Uh, the players they have ha- had finesse uh, is the word that you would use to define them uh, fabregas ozil and uh, you know players like uh, kazola for also for that matter i really liked him as a player and uh, definitely uh, i mean arsenal it's like great to see them as a club doing so well and uh, like when uh, the it's like uh, when people 
like Bhushan who have you know made incredible efforts for the club. I mean, when they must be seeing their club doing doing so well, uh, it must definitely you know uh, bring tears to their eyes and you know must be their Bollywood moment coming of age where you know they would be like you know finally uh, like that beta ghar gharaya wala type of moment when Arsenal <laughs> you know end up winning so many matches. Yeah. Although uh, there's with all due respect to what Bhushan has done, there's one question that I have to ask in which I might have to pull a bit of his leg that mm-hmm. uh, the when Ozil. Started throwing those tantrums. Uh, did that uh, Dia got burnt off or something? Yeah, like in those Hindi movies when you know the Dia stops burning as soon as something bad happens. <laughs> I mean, see, I'm not gonna not talk about Arsenal's bad performances over the years. I think that has been absolutely disappointing, especially where we started off as being the invincibles. Um, and I think all the clubs, you see Liverpool, you see Manchester United. I mean, one yeah. thing we all know is compared to those, you know, the good old days where, you know, watching Arsenal and Manu with, uh, you know, Van Nistelrooy, what, uh, Riviera, those days were something else. All these clubs have, you know, changed. Uh, there has been massive cultural shocks uh, that has happened. And I think... Yeah, the last few years have been pretty hard. It's, it's, I mean, ask any Arsenal fan, somebody who has been following Arsenal dedicatedly, um, it has been tough. Like, I mean, all my friends, uh, even I was joking to one of my other friends uh, in one of our Arsenal uh, Mumbai uh, WhatsApp groups, uh, and I was telling them, it's really exciting to see Arsenal play well and win back-to-back because it's been a while since that's happened for us. Uh, for some reason or the other, uh, we are not finishing. And last few years have been that way, unfortunately. But absolutely, really excited that, you know, Arsenal is uh, in a good form so far. Um, and if you if you watch the Sony interview uh, where I think John Dykes was asking me about, is this a good enough start? And, you know, what are the next few steps? For me personally, I think... See, it's not about being unbeaten. It's not about winning the big games. If you have to win the league, you got to get all the points that you can get. Yeah, uh, one of Arsenal's problem has been that we don't secure the three points of every game. Like even if you're playing a smaller team, uh, for in, in the last minute we concede a goal and we lose the points. Um, I, I don't believe that you need to just beat the big teams. It's about you know scooping up the points from all the other games. Uh, being a little mindful and winning those, even if you lose a Manu game, which unfortunately, if the decisions were you know didn't go the way it was, we could have won the uh, game. But on that day, you know, big teams you never know; they can perform, they cannot perform. But so far, I'm glad that Arsenal is you know every game that we have seen, uh, and I think uh, one of you guys was talking about how pre- previously the last season we saw a kind of a comeback, but you know they couldn't make the top four. But I think that strategy from Arteta and the way he's building the team that is clearly working well from the last season, and the team looks like they can put up a good performance. Uh, don't know if they will actually win the league or they will you know get into Champions mm-hmm. League next year. But as 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 long as for me personally, I can see that every game we have this fighting spirit, which has been missing for the last few years. So I'm super oh. excited about that. 
well you brought up a very interesting point about mikel arteta i mean uh, like uh, he has brought in an incredible culture i have been uh, me and doi we have been discussing a lot about the all or nothing uh, documentary mm-hmm. on amazon prime yes. and uh, i mean uh, seeing the uh, although we know we knew how you know the season ended for them but uh, you know when you were uh, watching that documentary what you would see was that uh, you actually wanted arsenal to win i mean uh, although you knew that arsenal wasn't going to finish in the top 4 by the end but there was a part of you which wanted that arsenal actually finishes even though as a rival fan because the incredible mm. culture that he has brought in the way he uh, you know he was motivating his players he was using even uh, uh, recent deaths as a motivation at times to you know drive his players uh, i remember that time when they lost against liverpool he brought out a very good example of an uh, of a bulb of a light bulb in which he said that you know yeah. uh, that uh, the thomas alva edison didn't give up he kept on going till you know he could actually light that that bulb and uh, i want you to go out there and find those ways to win and i mean uh, it just showed the uh, there was this one time and you know he made the fans he made the players sorry uh, uh, play uh, in the training ground with the you will never walk alone uh, yeah, in the, the background right yeah yeah right. i mean uh, this is something very different something that you don't see very uh, you know uh, on an everyday basis and like uh, what do you say like what's the difference here in in the culture in your view as an arsenal fan that uh, someone like unai emery could not and uh, how do you see the way forward like after he has been uh, awarded the premier league player of the month uh, very much unlike the start of the season for arsenal last uh, season and uh, like how do you see the way forward and what do you think arteta has changed in arsenal for you yeah i think yeah that's a great question i mean see honestly as a fan i can see the passion that he brings to the game uh he is definitely talented and obviously he has worked in uh, manchester city he has you know uh, supported one of the best managers in this uh, in the sorry can you guys hear me yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry yeah. sorry my bad uh, yeah so um, you know having worked as an assistant manager in one of the biggest clubs in the league plus he has been a previous arsenal captain and you can all these things just add up to the you know best possible option that you can get especially when the club has been in this massive transformation ever since um, you know Arsene Wenger left the club honestly if you ask me uh, ever since you know Arsene Wenger was about to leave the club and you know all these discussions of you know what's happening with Arsenal i look at it that it was an end of an era and there's a new club that needs to be built uh, using the previous you know strength um, and i i think um, yeah uh, arteta was probably the best candidate i don't know uh if anybody else was could take up this challenge because see unlike some of the other thoughts of how clubs are built where you just buy the most expensive players and you hope that they'll win uh, arsenal clearly is not a club like that they uh they believe in getting players uh to work as a team uh and uh, i think the great point that you mentioned about the all or nothing documentary you can see that how the club was thinking when uh you know obaming omayang issue happened yeah. uh the fact that he was not 100% uh, and that's a reality because see the, the the football as a profession there's so much money involved sometimes it's unfortunate that some great players are not 100% in for the club um and it's, it's it's a job for them so it's it's not it's not fair to say whether it's right or wrong but as a manager and a fans like us if you know that a player is not adding up and you know adding value to the squad it's it's a tough decision to do that so
so mm-hmm. you know after having seen that episode of how arsenal dealt with him i mean just imagine if we try to put ourselves in uh, arteta's place it's it's a massive decision because you know obama was was one of the obama was probably one of the most uh, uh, talked about strikers his relationship and his i think pairing with lacazette it was just creating you know amazing tremors across the footballing world so to mm-hmm. make that decision of you know sidelining him was pretty difficult and i think uh, full marks and full points to arteta for that to think from a club's point of view and not just you know how do i treat a star i think arsenal is all i mean every club has their own way but if you look at the teams with theory onry viera no one player is bigger than the club and i'm glad that there is somebody like arteta and obviously the uh, wider management team who is thinking on those lines because you are seeing the results of all that that's happened in the last season that we are started off well so i think my uh, i mean like most arsenal fans we are really excited but at the same time we know that it's going to be really difficult to you know play against um, you know man city if you see the current striker scoring their goals um it's it's it's, it's going to be a tough competition and i'd like to add in one more thing because once i was i got an opportunity to ask ray palo uh, who was one of the invincibles i actually asked him that do you think at any point any other team whether it's arsenal or any uh, european or for that matter epl club can they even come close to an invincible season where they have not lost a single game <coughs> sorry and he was very quick to tell me no there's no chance uh his explanation was at that point of time football was not as busy and so much so competitive rather he used the word over competitive uh because at that point it was meant to be uh you know it is the, the sport was growing it was not yeah. as commercial as the sport is now so he's like with all these professionals it's, it's like one of those things when you know how sachin tendulkar came into the industry uh his cricketing team and you know started a new culture whereas when you compare sachin's you know starting off versus virat kohli it's very different yeah so i mean i think that's what it is it is you can't expect uh winning all the games you can't expect um you know a 100% track record you need a team at least in arsenal's in arsenal's case it's about putting the best performance on the day using the strategy using playing to the strengths of the team and that's what will get you to success yeah mm-hmm. i mean for like continuing on the art data in the last in the last like 6 7 minutes or so i was as good as any of our listeners because it was so engrossing in terms of how right. about arteta i remember how the you know all or nothing documentary had began where arsenal fans said that you know we don't want arteta over here and i'll also add this bit which anukash has heard close to 100 times but hushan i'm going to tell you for the first time the first autobiographies of a football manager that i've read is of arsene wenger so at the very end he does mention about how he feels mikel arteta is someone who understands the uh club that arsenal is who understands the culture who understands how the feeling around it so at some point of time even when he wasn't doing so well and you know his his head was on a spike regarding the arsenal's performances but because arsenal wenger had that high regard he 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 wrote only a paragraph 
but it was impactful because it showed he had faith in him as a manager and i think that also goes out to give a message to all other premier league clubs or for that matter all other football clubs that even if initial results don't work i think you need to look towards the intangibles as well as in what the manager is doing to the players is is there a process in place that would yield of course you need immediate results to survive to you know make your job competent and so but in i am just happy to see arteta as a manager uh, flourish from what from where he was 12 months ago even if you even if you're not an arsenal fan but you closely observe what the club has been through over the last 2 3 years and how arteta has been uh, through a torrid torrid time i mean i feel what's happening now is something that was that they deserve this because yeah they've been through a they've been through a very difficult time so yeah i mean last bit that i wanted to also include like uh, arsenal is playing the europa league and they they won their first game to one so regarding the you i i don't remember when was the last time they played the europa league so bhushan like what how do you feel what are what are the conversations in all those uh, supporter fan groups regarding arsenal playing in the europa league and along those lines well i think we are really hopeful about this year because uh, obviously arsenal's start has been amazing we have never won five games uh, at the start of the season for i think it was close of course to 7 8 years if i've not got the uh, data wrong uh, but that itself tells you a story that you know to start off the season with five wins uh, is we would assume that that's a basic for a good club but the fact that we haven't you know been getting there tells us that okay look, there has been massive transformation um so personally i mean i i still am a big fan of winning the epl versus europa and champions league i still uh look look back at that moment where arsenal was in the champions league finals with the, probably the best team arsenal could have had and we lost to barcelona that night um we're just hoping at that point if anyone would have talked about arsenal not being in champions league and not being in top 4 you would have thought that, that was a really you know awkward thing to say but it has happened and i think we we have seen that happen um lot of other clubs manchester united liverpool everyone massive transformations leicester has won a premier league so it's no yeah. longer a, a league of the top 4 it's about who plays the best football uh, on the mm-hmm. day so right. from that point i think arsenal is definitely a contender for i mean being one of the best clubs uh, in epl i would say winning Europa but again at the same time I don't know I mean I'm more uh, as a fan I'm more excited about the EPL and how things go but again also talking about the World Cup the World Cup is happening in middle of the season so yeah. I'm not yeah. sure what's going to happen because there are so many things going on uh, we are just done with the covid situation where the seasons were shut players fitnesses were affected uh, middle of the season we have a World Cup and it will be interesting to see how the players are able to keep up their form and their fitness because there's so many things happening there is the premier league now in fact uh, uh, having uh, lost britain's queen i think couple of uh, fixtures were cancelled so i just hope the momentum of the team doesn't get affected because you know coming out of good games and then games being postponed so these kind of things previously have caused issues but yeah looking at arsenal's current form I would I mean I would be um, excited to say that I will I like to see Arsenal win the Premier League but 
having seen some of the other games i know it's going to be a really tough fight uh but yeah i think definitely a top 2 finish would be ideal but again we'll only get to see how that works out in the next few months yeah i mean anukar sir how does it feel i mean it's it's just different to it's always different in a world cup year but it's extra difficult it different when it comes to the world cup happening in between of the season where players go for their international breaks and it's it's just more than an international break that happens usually every year right Yeah, man. I mean, uh, last season we saw that uh, you know uh, how Mohammed Salah, uh, you know, kind of lost his form after the Afcon, uh, the African Cup of Nations. Uh, you know, the, the African press for out for a month. I remember in one of Liverpool and Arsenal's matches, uh, Thomas Partey, whose uh, team had got knocked out of the African Cup of Nations, he had just come back and uh, you know, Arteta put him in the uh, lineup. I think it was the uh, Carabao Cup uh, semi-final second leg, and uh, he got a red card because you know he um, he was. and match ready and all so mm-hmm. what i feel is that uh, like it affects players it definitely does them um, i mean uh, even international breaks can go a long way in uh, changing a lot of things in terms of injuries in terms of you know the team setup and uh, because the thing is that when players go out to for international duties they get very much aligned to the tactics of the international managers right yeah So of course it does affect them, and then uh, a whole month-long World Cup it uh, definitely changes the momentum in a lot of ways. But uh, that is the thing; it's like very much like from the time I've been watching football, it's very much unprecedented for me, and uh, it's something that we'll see. So uh, let's see how it goes. But yeah, uh, I mean the signings that are done in Vieira, Zinchenko. Players like Gabriel Jesus, I think they are very, very smart signings. As uh, Abushan very rightfully pointed out in the business that Arsenal have done, and uh, I wish them the very best, even as a rival fan. And uh, let's see what the season uh, goes, uh, you know, holds, and uh, how the club scope after the World. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a very enthralling and insightful, uh, you know, half an hour for me, where I've learned a lot of things, where I've heard a lot of new things from Bhushan, and of course, it's been great having Anukash with us all, like all times. Thank you very much, Bhushan, for taking out the time. Now, all the best for your futsal game. Awesome, no, it's been a pleasure, guys. Uh, thanks. I think it's really good that uh, you get to discuss these kind of things from you know different perspectives. So yeah, I really loved it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I mean, we are we are truly looking forward to have you with us soon enough. Maybe when you know our dreams of Arsenal winning the Premier League comes up. Oh, I'm just getting ahead of ourselves. So, but please don't forget. <laughs> please don't forget to follow us on our social media: Twitter, Instagram, the Indie Football Podcast. Until next week, where we are going to bring you more from the football world. Thank you very much, everyone. Good night. Take. Care.